ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into the Fangs Out podcast brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Morgado. Joining me as per the usual, Mr. Drew bishop Sai. Hello there. And Mr. Jeff Wilder. It has been the end of Kenobi, and soon it will be the end of the rebellion. End of the rebellion. How are we doing, guys? Doing good. Um, you know, work's still kicking my ass. How are you guys doing? Uh, work is starting to kick my ass. I forgot what only working nights for five days in a row feels like. Oh, yeah. It's... You gotta, it's you gotta get back in driving shape. You know, it's it's not you can't oh, no. just dive back in. Yeah, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. definitely it caught up to me last weekend, and I was, I was down for a couple days. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I burnt myself. I burnt that candle low. The other good news is that the University of Kentucky Wildcats, uh, my alma mater, they they made the Final Four for the first time in team history. This, of course, is the I was going to say, it's like, we know what sport it wasn't. Um, <laughs> no, it was the basketball team. We're going to pretend this year didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. You're just going to memory hole 2020 for the for the Kentucky basketball. Yeah. They made the final four and they play for, they play the semifinals on Thursday. Go Cats. If you wanted to say some words for some friends of yours. So, um, not, not friends. We've only met a few times, but people that I look on fondly, uh, um, it looks to like, from what I've read briefly on their webpage, uh, I haven't listened to the podcasting question yet, but it looks like the Shuttle Tidarium guys are the mothership of uh, Casual X-Wing. It looks like they're hanging up their microphones. And um, I just want to raise a virtual toast to them. Um, they, uh, they put on some of my favorite events at Gen Con. This is um, missions, uh, campaign play. Um, and, uh, and they just brought something to X-Wing that was hard to find in a lot of other places. And it's going to be pretty much impossible to find at this point, unless somebody takes up their, their mantle. So, um, you know, Jim Chadwick and the guys, um, Philip Mead and a few other people, uh, J-Bot. Now I feel like I've got to name them all, but you guys know who you are. Um, Thanks for being around for 130 something episodes and thanks for the Gen Con memories and everything. Really pre- thanks for the loot that I got for participating in the, the, some of the narrative events and uh, you guys take care of yourselves out there. Yeah, we will, uh, we will all think fondly on members of the community who have decided to move it on. It's always sad to lose friends and it's always sad to lose people who, you know, keep some of the spice of a of a of a game system in a community alive. It's you. Yeah. It's like you've always said, Jeff. You can't always play three by three and six rocks. Exactly. Sometimes, sometimes you got to push the boat out a little bit and see what the limits, what the limits of a system can be. So, farewell, Shell Tidarium, if that is indeed true. If not, we will be issuing a correction. <laughs> and, a, and a formal, and a formal Please, statement. Jim, I'm sorry that we cut your your. your we cut your, 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 your Sorry about that. Sorry, we threw your body into the sea while it was still warm. Oh uh, gonna, we're gonna blame the Ewoks on that one. Yep, exactly. Uh, and Drew, you had something. Yeah, no. So I had a, I had a, so I had a question for you guys. So um, shout out to the Fly Better guys. I love them. Um, so Ryan posted a question. Uh, yesterday, uh, which was which squadron pack won out as the best or which one would have the largest long-term effect on the meta? And there's been hugely heated discussions on this. And on so, 
No. Well, no, there was, right? Well, no, no. no hold on. We'll, wait, wait, we'll wait. get to time that. Out. We'll get to that. Hang on, hang on. No, 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 Jeff, time out. There will be heated discussions on Fly Better. The depth of those discussions is entirely up to the up to the viewer's discretion. <laughs> Continue, uh, Drew. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I saw that. I saw Ryan's question. Yeah, I answered it. Yeah, yeah. So I want to. So I want to know what what your guys' answers were, and I I put my initial answer, and I I did get a small shout out by Ollie, which was which was lovely. But I, I, I feel he's like a, I want to. He's a good egg. I want to. I want to. I feel like I, I kind of want to change my answer, but I want to have this discussion with you guys about this. Like, you know, so we're not talking about any tournaments or anything this week. So, what sort of, what sort of things do you think are going to last from these packs in the meta, and which one is going to last the longest? I think the Rebel A wings are going to last the longest. So the, the, the controversy was, uh, skies or not, uh, uh, Phoenix Cell won pretty handily. Uh, but people pointed out, you know, the the Sky Strike, especially Disciplined, which I think we're on the we're going to talk about some tonight, um, is going to have a, a longer effect on the meta. And I I sort of disagree with that because I think they're going to do something about Disciplined pretty quickly. So well, it's also oh sorry, no no I mean that's just it. I think that it, it's going to have a profound effect on the meta, but then it's going to go up in price. Um, and the, and the effect is going to go back to normal. Whereas the A-Wings might go up in price, but they're not going, they're always, AMG is always going to want those A-Wings to play a part in X-Wing. So they're going to be around forever in the meta. Would you say you're hopeful about that? <laughs> ah! Sorry. Uh, poor hopeful. It's the only, it's the only thing it's useful for. Yeah. R.I.P. I, so as much as I would love to rebel fanboy it up right now, uh, because that is my job on this show, essentially, um, I actually think that Scum is going to come out of this with the most long-term effect because I think the stuff, the, the crew cards and some of the pilots are so monstrous and they are so – the effect they have can be so outsized on general list building – and really, I'm talking about. Let's just say I'm talking about Kanan. I'm just yeah, talking about sure. Kanan. Um, but I mean, you know, it, Gamut Key is going to make a lot of sh- is once people play around with that is going to make a lot of ships that you don't think of probably playable. Um, yeah. Gleb is, uh, well, what do you say about Gleb? Like, there's Gleb is one of those cards. It's it's a pure scum card. The, the, the gimmicks that are going to be possible when people dig deep into that shit and what they come up with, the rest of us are just going to catch it one time in a tournament and we're just going to freak the fuck out because we don't know what to do. Yeah. And we're going to get smashed and the scum player is going to move on. And the next time you see it, you'll crush it. But look, in a one-off tournament, that L is your day. That's your day. You take that L, you're done. Hmm. You know? So... Rebels, of course, are going to have an effect. Those A-Wing pilots are too good. They're just... Hera's too good. Hera's too good. Ahsoka's too good. Even with Wedge, the nerf? In, in the U.S. Even, with, yeah, the even with the nerf. <laughs> even with the nerf. Honestly, how many times were you moving target locks anyway? You're no, not. You're moving focus tokens. I was. Like, my list was built around it. And then I was like, well, I guess I can't play go, that yeah. anymore, right? Like, Yeah. That's the thing. I, the people who were using it, they were building their list around it because it was a trick, right? It yep. was a, it was kind of a scummy trick, actually. Well, so but that's the thing, right? I had I doubled down on it with with thread tracers on Hera as well, which may have not been the best 
you know, thing to take. But even so, I mean, uh, what's it? False transponder codes are a fucking thing, right? Yeah. Like, so is is the locks passing locks like that really that nasty? Because no, I, it isn't. But uh, it it gives people the Hera gives people the feels bads. Yep. Well, that's not why the change was made, though. To, to it wasn't out of a sense of pa- overpower. It was it was out of a sense of they could not figure out a way to reconcile the rules other than errata to a card. Right. And- so so they just couldn't figure out a way. If as D pointed out when you know he announced the ruling, and of course he got tremendous amounts of shit for it. Um, and uh. People are right, you know, rules as written, Hera has got no limitations. But as he pointed out, if you go by rules as written, Hera can pass things on the first turn of the of the game. Just because if if the first step in attacking is if Hera has an ability, her ability is, goes into the ability queue, the first step of attacking on engagement, and she can do what she, she can do her thing. You don't have to actually complete an attack to be in attacking. You just have to go into the first step of attacking. And uh, so that's the basis of that. But Drew, what was your answer as far as the three? So originally I thought Kanan, and and I was kind of with Vince on this, and the more I thought about it, I was like, well, you know, a lasting effect on the meta. And I think I, I agree with you that, you know, Kanan will be around regardless of whether or not he loses the crew slot. Um, discipline will be around, right? Regardless of whether or not it goes up to two or three or four points or, or whatever, right? Like it's still going to be around, but I do think the lasting effect is the A-Wings. Hera at 52 points will still be taken every game, right? Hera. Yeah. Right. I know Vince is looking at me like I'm, like I'm bad shit, but it might be a little much. I'm well, right. I'm not paying. I'm sorry. I'm not paying 52 for an A-Wing. I'm just spitballing though. Yeah. Right, like just but I, not, in general, I agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and, and it's broader. It's like um, what the A wings do that they gave to rebels. What the A wings do is they just allow different combinations that were even possible when you're building lists. And right. Those different com- combinations. I mean, at the very least, it's going to take people a year to figure all that shit out. More than that. More and, than exactly. that. At the least, and, and that's gonna, that's how I define the lasting effect on the meta. Kanan, I think, is bonkers with Finn, with Bosk, whatever you want to say. With Bosk, it's so scary with Bosk. It's, so, it's very scary, but the thing about it is, the so we're three, so we're triple epsilons, and and FFG just stepped in and said, nope. So if if Kanan gets, if Kanan is really that warping they'll do something about it the a-wings there's like nothing they can really do about it and nothing they they want to do about it you know right you want they want them to be they want them to be prevalent as powerful as i think kanan is i don't think his ability represents a fundamental imbalance in the game i i think what it does is just change how you have to list build for a large tournament it's you know, like the closest thing that I really can can attribute that I can compare Kanan to is Sloan, just because of the you know the range is comparable, 
the debuff effect can somewhat be com- you know be compared one one way you're losing an action the other way you're losing a red die the difference is, is that Sloan can go on things that are so tanky yeah that you know you have to bank everything on killing this thing whereas a rebel player can throw like a arvel at Kanan and send the other three or four ships after something that Kanan has to defend and you all, and you've split the choice now yeah. you know so the the way to get around Kanan, I think, is always almost always going to resolve around player choices and like tactical decisions. Whereas something something rampantly overpowered, there is no way around. You know what I mean? Like like thread tracers. Like you can't. There is no getting away from thread tracers. If you're in range three and the other guy has a focus token, and he rolls three paint. Guess what, dude? The other guy's entire list just picked up a target lock on you, and there's fuck all you can do about it. You know, thermal detonators. You get double drops, and then you reload two at a time, and there's nothing the other guy the other guy can do about it. You know that I was noticing that that reload two at a time is really just one too many fingers up the ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it's like maybe you for know, you. Not only, not only are thermal detonators really good. And not only do you get two full drops of them, but when you reload them, you reload two. I, I yeah. just, I'm like, damn, that's that's impressive. Because yeah. I played them for the first time when we played Vince. That's the first yep. time I put them on the table. You know, I was like, and we had a good game. Damn. That was uh that that game could have gone either way until you know I fucked up, uh, which is normally how our games go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just but, forgot uh, the bombs. That's all. What'd you guys play? We played Tuesday. We played last Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, we were testing. We were going to test out, you know, how we were, how would we record games and how we wanted to do that. And uh, I got rid of two of the strikers without losing a ship. And then, unfortunately, the third one, the third one dropped two thermals and killed Chakra and uh, Blount because I forgot. Wow. Uh, um, but look, that's that's another thing that kind of moved me away from that list. Drew was just. Blount dies, man. He just pops. Yep. Yep. No, and I, I, he I just eats shit. I wanted to talk to you about it off the stream, but yeah, dude, I, I love the new list you built. Like, I got to be honest with you, man. I only oh, it's, played it it's once, gross. and it's I was gross. like, wow, that's actually really strong. Like, I kind of like it's, this. It's a monster. Is this the three X two A? Three X two A. Yeah. It's uh, stock Hera, Garvin with selfless, Jake stock, and two blue escorts stock, and wow. it's just. It, yeah, it fits. 198. Wow. No, 200 with selfless. 200 oh, selfless on Garvin, yeah. Selfless. Wow. But it fits, man. And I got two blockers. I've got the best action efficiency in Rebels. I've got the... Uh, I, was it you, Drew, that called it the Hera Garvin perpetual motion machine? Yeah, I, did, I did it once on... So I was playing my wife, and she, as soon as I did it, she was like... It's like the, the meme with um, Chris Pratt from, from Parks and Rec, where he's like... Right, like she was like, "Well, that's so oh, yeah. cool," and then and then of course she proceeded to blow the 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 snot out of Garvin. So yeah, but you know I what? Mean, it's a perpetual motion machine until Garvin doesn't roll any focuses or Garvin dies or doesn't have a shot. Well, I mean, yeah, that's right. you know, like, that, which is and and that's you know this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with list building. You like you would love to put Kyle in that list. You would love to put Kyle with Jen Erso on that list. So when Garvin, when Jake gives Garvin a focus, or uh, or Hera passes one back to him, it's now it's an evade token. 
So it's like, keep shooting at Garvin all you want. He's focus evade, you yeah. know? And then as soon as he spends one, it goes back to Harrow, who turns it back into an evade. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing. I was like, if you had, you don't have a crew carrier, if you had a crew well, carrier Jen on, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be nasty. Uh, so it's, you know, like, do you go three, like, do you go five offensive contributors or do you go four and then Kyle, you know, cause Kyle with gin puts five more points in your pocket. And all of a sudden you drop that. You don't have to put selfless on Garvin. And like, it's, it's like you said, the amount of list building options, we're not going to get through this forever. Yeah. Cause it's like, they dumped so many pilots on us. Right. Into a faction that is literally nothing but pilot synergy. Rebels is not an up, is not an upgrade faction. It's pilot synergy. What do your three or four or five friends do together to win games? And it's like, here's eight new toys. Yep. And it's not like any of them are super weak. I mean, that's and there's the no bad ones. There's no bad ones. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no bad ones. Uh, you know, this is, if you're a list builder, this is either you're either in heaven because there's so many possibilities or you want to hang yourself because you don't have all the time in the world. Like you like it's or you hate rebels and you're like, or you're driving oh. yourself to absolute madness. This is a, here's a good question. Is this the most successful wave of 2.0? Maybe I mean, for I'd one faction, to, like in a, terms of overall opinion of all the packs. Because no one is saying any of them are bad. I mean, let me put it this way. I, I bought one of each, and I had no intention of buying Sky Strike Academy at all. And I still and I own as many ships as you can fly in two I already owned as many ships as you can fly in two hundred points for every ship in all three packs. And I still bought all three packs. So yep. you know it's uh it's it's, Ooh, can it, I buy some it, of your? Uh, can I buy some of your all black everything Y wings? Those are the only two I got now. Um, you can. Buy I have to find somebody's going to have to sell some of those on eBay because I want some. Yeah, you can. You can buy one of them. I think I only need one. I only need Dutch. Um, but I, I think it's a very successful wave. I would have to look at the waves to to make a genuine determination of which is more successful, but. So it was very good. You guys want to know something crazy? Hera, Jake, Kyle, with Jin and Moldy Crow, Garvin and Blount is two hundred and one points, just barely. Yeah, but you can't have oh Kyle with Moldy Crow though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not putting. I don't need. I don't need. You don't need the crow. Kyle doesn't need the crow. Kyle five man. Okay. okay. Not not the five man. Because at that point, your Kyle's not an offensive contributor. You don't need him to be. His job is to just keep his gun pointed at Hera the entire game and just go, hold this focus token, hold this focus token, hold this focus token. and just. But he just orbits around the back of your list. Right. And just whoever right. is about to get fucked up, you pass him an evade token. That's it. It's it's the, the change of Rebels from a four-ship to arguably a five-ship faction is huge. As far as the requirements of what each ship has to break, right, right. Like, like you don't need torps anymore. They're good, but you don't really need them. You don't really need pockets if you've got three shots instead of one. It's hard to use them too, right? With with again false transponder codes, right? Like, yeah. Well, that's what pockets are uh, for. Pockets I mean, are for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which just makes the a wings better than they already were, right? Like, I just can't. 
I can't see myself taking an init six A wing and not taking Crockett's. I just can't. It's like it's like yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't disagree on any particular can't. point. It's just yeah. that you know, I the 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 options of a five ship I give up by putting Crockett's on Hera oh, is painful. Absolutely, absolutely. You would have to go down to Blount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, we he's he's a good bargain, but. He dies. When they can't shoot at Hera because you're not risking Hera, you know, Blount's the first thing you peel off the list because he's going to just get wrecked. On the other hand, if they decide to peel Blount off and you've got Garvin with Selfless, maybe he lasts a little bit longer. Oh, he does. He, You know, he does. I've I've had games where, you know, it takes four shots to kill Blount instead of two. But, you know, then you're just – unfortunately, then you're just – you're stacking damage onto Garvin when the two shots probably would have gone. The other two shots would have gone into him anyway. Yeah. So it's you're create. It's it's a self fulfilling prophecy basically. If you put Blount in a list and you have Garvin next to him, either way they're both the two first ships that get shot. Yep. So that's why I like the Blues. You know, I, they're you go ahead and you shoot at my blue squad escorts all you want. <laughs> like that's what the, that's what having six health is for compared to two. That's what, that's what having, you know, focus is flying around on two greens backed up by six health is about. I, I, I think that list has shops. Like if I was going to go to a tournament tomorrow for extended, that's the first list I'm bringing until I find something better, which, you know, who knows when inspiration is going to strike. Right, because you have a plethora of things that you could do. I dude, there's so many. There's so many. But I gotta say, sorry, bringing it back to Jeff, I feel I felt the same way. I was looking at it and I was like, you know, if I was gonna buy the Stry Star, the Sky Strike Academy, it's only for the ships. And even then, right, we've got, or in my opinion, cooler uh, defenders and and interceptors yeah. that we have access to, um, or at least on the secondary market because those aren't sold anymore. But either way. And then I, you know, was talking to my wife, and she was like, "Yeah, I want to run a swarm, like an imperial swarm that's not Tie Fighters." And and I was thinking about it. I'm like, "Dude, you know what? I mean, dedicated kind of adheres to that. It makes swarm. You know, they were already good with Sloan, but you know, for 12 points, you can drop it, and for four or five points, you can make a, a an imperial any imperial swarm with it with a t- pilot talent. Um, really, really strong." It's it's crazy, crazy strong, man. It is insane. Discipline is insane. Yeah. That is the underpriced card of, I mean, people talk about Hera, but Discipline, man, is the underpriced card of the set. It is amazing. I'm pretty sure that I said when when we started talking about this that this card was going to break when people started putting it on Saber Squads. Well, I saw it for the first time on three sabers with Nash and Vermeil. If you've never you've never seen somebody get fucked up that fast, I'm sorry. I don't care what this guy with four scouts did, with four striker scouts did. Nope. I'll take I'll take quad sabers and Vermeil over over them every single time. Yeah, the the four scouts are designed to absorb your best shot and yeah. then rip you up in the counterattack. It's yeah. not an alpha shot. It's a it's a counterattack shot, you know. Yeah. And uh, but either way, it works in both cases. Yeah. I mean, when Vince and I played, I tried playing what Ali suggested to us, which was um, two uh, two interceptors and three strikers, 
And I, and I got to be honest, I messed up the maneuvering pretty badly because it's hard to keep interceptors with strikers. Yeah. It's difficult. And, um, but it just, it didn't matter because they just, they die and they, they stick around and they get their target locks and then they just rip the opposing, uh, the opposing list to pieces. And, you know, it's like, so Vince didn't lose a ship. Uh, he killed two strikers without losing a ship, but he did have three ships down to one hull. Wow. Oh, that's, I mean, I was, that's what I, that's what I was trying. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to take too much credit, but like, that's what I was trying to do was spread my damage around. And unfortunately it just didn't work. You know, it just didn't work out for me. Right. Right. Cause like, I, I like think, if you I raise discipline to three personally, I think. Yep. I was I gonna say pop it to three. Three seems to be a, a a strong number that things usually go to when they're pretty cheap at one, right? Like crack shot is the biggest example of this, yeah. I think. It it might settle in at two, but it, I could easily see it settling in at three. What else? Uh, what else have you guys seen as far as what disciplined is doing in imperial lists? Have we seen anything besides strikers and interceptors? I mean, I've seen a few games where people are using it on one or two ships only, and it's it's great. It's just great. I mean, how do you? I go did see. With, uh, I did see one guy running it on a, a tie mini swarm, a reaper in six. Sure. With the with the black squads. Yeah. Which was not? like, that's a little. I mean, disciplined. It was disciplined. Uh, Sloan in a in a, a oh, throwaway I two reaper. Yeah, Sloan in an I two reaper, and then. I think it was five obsidian squads with discipline. Wow, like, doubling down on it. Yeah, I mean, and target locks. Yeah, uh, it's you want to talk about punishing somebody. That's, just, that's pretty hard to beat. That is. <laughs> Everybody comes in with an evade token. Um, if you manage to kill me, you gave my whole squad, you know, rerolls. Oh, and by the way, now you're double stressed. See, it makes me wonder because Tie Fighters can fly with interceptors. It makes me wonder what you could do with Nash and Tie Fighters. Have we seen anyone and utilize um, what was that Imperial only? I would love to see Nash and Mauler. Nash and Mauler Mythal looks uh, looks like a good pair. Putting Ruthless in to damage your own, yeah, um, to damage your own ship. So you can trigger the target locks off of the rest of the squad, right? Have like a Reaper with Ruthless, like Vermeil or something like. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, it turned out, Ruthless turned out to be a surprisingly, everybody thought it was, I mean, do you guys remember the shot? This is a zero point card. Even at zero points, I wouldn't take Ruthless. And Hard to I don't remember ever said, I don't think I said that. No, no, no. It was, it was just in the community at large. Oh, the scuttlebutt. They, right. They knew what they were doing. You know, it's actually got, it's got uses for sure. Yeah. Uh, even, but, even taking the, uh, what is it? Our, my favorite, uh, my favorite droid. It's a R5TK or something yeah. like that. Yeah. My uh, two kids, Vince, for, for you. That's yeah. why I like it. Um, yeah, you R5 can five team kill. Yeah, uh, yeah, or, or that, or that too. Uh, you can kill your own ship to trigger your own cutthroat, right? Like yeah. that's. Yep. It doesn't sound crazy, but is it crazy? Like it's cool stuff, uh, look, man. It's, I kind of like that. It's scum, man. Nothing is too crazy for a scum list. Mm, this Nothing. Is true. This is true. I. 
if you know what this is the best way I can say that the weirder the list across from you looks in scum, the more afraid I get because I just get more and more certain that this guy has found something that nobody else has ever right. seen before. And right. I'm just missing it. <laughs> yeah. right. And he's going to, he's going to sometime around the fourth turn of the game, yep. he's going to put together this crazy Rube Goldberg yep. bullshit machine. And, 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 and just, and now that ship's dead. And exactly. Congratulations. Yeah. I know and, exactly. and, and the rest of us are sitting across the table like this. No. And here's the thing though, Vince, and this is what I love about the X-Wing community I have literally never gone to a tournament and not and, and if I don't understand how a lift works, I'll say, so what are you trying to do to me? And I have literally <laughs> never had a player not tell me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's just like they want they want you to see it coming so that you can enjoy the artistry. The chef's kiss of this destruction. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really like that. I and I've done it myself. People have said, "Well, what are you trying? What are you doing with these, with these advanced sensors, robots?" And I'll be like, "What is well, this sixteen-card combo you're bringing out?" Yeah, oh wait, exactly. you'll see, you'll um, see. And and X-wing players just share it. They're just like, yeah. "This is what I'm doing," you know. And uh, and, and that's, that's great. So you just that's the beauty have. of like that's the beauty of a, of a of a game that allows super complex list building is that you can have these combos just appear out of nowhere. And remember like months and months ago, we were kind of talking about how there weren't, you know, that we were worried they were kind of, um, what would you call it? They were kind of erasing faction identities. Cause this was yeah. back when like scum was turning into just, you know, they generic, you know, it, it was it's like three or four generics and then one, then you had um, basically that's what first order was at the time because it was just Kylo and insert Zetas until you can't anymore. Right, or just insert Zetas in general, right? Like, or just insert Zetas in general. Empire was three ship Empire, and Rebels were four ship Rebels. They've done they've done an extremely good job, I would say, the last couple releases of really in reintroducing faction identity into this game. I agree. The only thing is, we're still waiting on Republic. And, C you know? and CIS too, technically, right? But no one. No, no CIS, CIS's oh, yeah, identity they, is we're better than you. They got the. I mean, they got the fire. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is apparently Zam Wessel. Yeah. So CIS's yeah. identity is fuck you, you lose. They're they're, um, they're a simple faction. I think Republic is still waiting for a little bit more of uh, for a little bit better def definition of their. They need. Sorry, I meant resistance. Sorry. Oh you yeah, so? yeah. I, I believe so too. I don't know. I, I I honestly think that you could you could color resistance as you or you could analyze resistance as the faction of individual excellence, but not ace caliber. You know, it's it's different. But so many of their pilots are are ace centric, and the and the list just doesn't. They can't do it. They just They're, can't do mm, it. I don't think they are. I I, I think they're. Because we all miss we all misuse the word ace and nobody can ever agree really on what it means that it looks like that. Really, it just looks like you know they have a they have a faction they have it's an entire faction where all of their upgrades contribute to the individual excellence of every pilot. It's just a streamlined faction. If you want to build a death machine X wing, you've got Poe. If you want all of your A wings to be individual whirling dervishes, you can do it. 
And then if you want to go bruiser and just throw out three X-Wings, um, Finn and Rose, and just go joust me, bro, you can do it. But that's the problem with the faction is that only one of those that we are seeing as far as com- competition goes is making cuts. Um, and it's the same I, It's the same list over and over and over and over again. Well, even then, they've stopped making cuts now because well, everything I mean, else is huge. Wasn't there a huge tournament last week where there was literally not a resistance list in the tournament? Yes, yes. Which literally will I mean, with the entire tournament, not a resistance list. I think it was was at the Aces. Um, it was. I, I, was I think it was a GSP. Club? GSP. I remember that. It was hyperspace, though. It was hyperspace. I mean, okay, but not in a in a hundred plus people tournament. Not a single resistance player. That's. Hang on, I'm look. I'm I'm looking. That's pretty crazy, um, and then and then of course this you know to, to tailor it back in, when Ryan was talking about you know the the sky strike and the and the and the fugitives and, and all this, someone did bring up like hey why isn't the resistance one on it and Ryan was like hey you know we're we're, we're talking about the newest stuff, and then there were co- commentators down below who were like you know these these packs have stuff in them that like the resistance wishes they had right like it, the, the the resistance pack was fun, but it didn't really it didn't really add a whole lot to their identity. Um, it just gave them more pilots to do the same thing. But we are seeing now that the same thing in my eyes, at least isn't cutting it or it's the, it's, I mean, it's the same thing that was good before and is good after. Right. And well, I just want to point out that we haven't had a large scale extended event. This is true. This is true. And you know, uh, I'm looking at, it was Kyber season. I think the last big one was was the Kyber Cup, and like I don't know if you guys remember, but the dude who came out of the Swiss, who came out of the league, the league section, number one overall, was Resistance. It was Tom Reed. Yeah, I mean, okay, that, that's that's fine and everything, but hyperspace is part of the game. You know, I mean, is it though? I, no, I'm kidding. I, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> There were enough people who think hyperspace is part of the game to have several hundred plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, that's because some people have no standards and just take whatever X wing they can get. Oh my god, that's <laughs> cut it. We're done. X wing hoes, man. They'll just <laughs> whoever's willing to lay down with them. They'll... Hey, man. Does does it have four uh, wings? That's for me, right? Like that's right, exactly. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Split those wings. I was, I was, wow. Um, I was talking about the quad jumper. Drew, man. you are not allowed to wow anybody with your track record on this show. Wow. You, sir, speaking of no standards on jokes, you, sir. Uh, yeah. You, you yeah, better mean yeah. business, man. It sounds like you God do. God damn it. God damn it. You, that's your fault, Vince. <laughs> that's not my fault. That make, that doesn't even make sense. Yep, he, he just pissed no, exactly. me off. You gave him the chance. You gave him the oh, chance to No, do it's it. fine. It's fine. Mute. All right. Uh, do, okay. Uh, what, we're going to talk about this after the show, but that, now that I said mute, I have a great idea. Anyway. Um, so what, what were we on before we got distracted by me shitting on hyperspace? Oh, right. Resistance. Um, I mean, look, it, I, I think probably one of the most – we were talking about what one of the best releases were as far as resistance goes. I think if you were talking about what one of the worst one was, the transport has to be on the list. Like you want to talk about a ship that that flashed for three months and then disappeared? I it's mean, the transport it still got it's still got 
a serious series. Like when it shows up, if it could put other pieces around it, it's still got the trick. It's like one of the trickiest ships in the in the game. But it, 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 one <sighs> particular build. That's the problem. Exactly. It's like one it's build. One build of the transport is just like I. I literally, when I play against that ship, I'm like, I literally have no idea where it's going to end up. So I just have to go someplace where I've got shots everywhere it can end up. If yeah. I want to shoot that ship, I need to go where I have a shot everywhere it can be. But you like, know? think about yeah. like, think about it this way. Think about if they, if the ghost had never existed in 1.0. Like, let's say that there was no ghost in 1.0, and right. only off of only off of the show Rebels. If, they dropped they dropped the ghost as uh into 2.0 and the only thing that anybody played was the sheathapede all right like how much of a disappointment would that be yeah, it's i mean it's on a on a bigger scale but i do see your point right and even then you know the the i wanted to get my two cents about the transport you know it it's it's a decent ship and it and it can go almost anywhere but at the end of the day man you know, it takes is it decent though. Yeah, it, well, that's what I was about to get to. It, it takes it takes two. Ship. It takes no, no it's not no, a two. Kova, yes, no Kova. Kova the, the one. Ship. It's like we said, one, one build. build. It's one exactly. build. Yeah, it does the same. It does the same thing. And 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 there's the thing is that that one build doesn't do enough. It's too expensive. And it also eats your Leia. It, it does. permanently eats an incredibly flexible, powerful card. By the way, that's probably still overcosted, just like a little bit. It's like a little. I was about. I was just about to say the same now, thing. 14? No, she's seventeen. No, she's seventeen. Yeah, seventeen or eighteen. Okay. Yeah. She was the most expensive crew card in the game when she dropped. Yes, she was. She hasn't changed. So it's just I don't know. I feel like the resistance needs something. I wanted to play them competitively, and I was not interested in playing. You know the. Well, it's kind of funny because I am basically playing the same version of it now in X-wing or in uh, in Rebels, right? With the with the Garvin and the two blues and Jake and Hera. But there's way more. To- there's way more. It's so different, right? Like it's just not. It's well, not it's, the same. It's, it's shared excellence as opposed to individual because that whole the the Resistance version has. You've got Finn, who you know it can be either the most you know who can overachieve to a level probably unprecedented in X-wing. As far as an initiative two for 30 points goes, you've got Rose, who is re-rolls everywhere as long as you fly her in formation. Then you've got Bastion, Jess, and one, you know, and another um, another red squad, two of whom have heroic. So, like, there's no they don't work together at all. It's just an overwhelming amount of mods, essentially. Right, right. I guess like it's like flying, it's it's like a formation turning into Boba Fett. Yeah. Which is part of the reason why it's so fucking monstrous, because it's they can take a beating between how much you have to dump into individual ships to kill them, and then it hits back probably just as hard, if not harder. So there's a reason that list is sticking around even after all these changes. It's still good, but it's you know it's like we were just talking about with Kova. It's a single build, like you really only build resistance. Like, Poverdrive didn't make the impact we thought it would, probably because generic spam is still probably a little overpowered in X-Wing right now. Um, we'll have to see what they if they do anything or what they're going to do about that. Discipline's not going to help. Nope, it is not. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and you know what? Like, let's be real. Cutthroat's not going to help. 
you are there are going to be scum players who throw half a dozen tie fighters around the board to recharge you know to recharge their upgrades on one you know m- murder bot ship that we just haven't seen yet oh there was a list i saw going around with tell Teltravura and like <laughs> and like five ships and it was just like all right cool so tell dies does tell's own cutthroat go off right and i, I i'm pretty sure it doesn't but the other ships got it and then tell comes back and then dies again and it was yeah. just like wow yeah, and, yeah. yeah. so drew i yeah. put a uh, i put a list in our chat for um for your wife there oh i'll take a look at it i'll take a look at um, it um this chat hates as we links so much. <laughs> any, really. any look at that thing. It's so disgusting. <laughs> um, uh, so the, the list that I built, so Drew's, Drew's wife uh, likes Empire and likes Swarms. So the list that I just built was uh, Nash Windrider with Discipline and Shield Upgrade. I don't know about the Shield Upgrade, but, you know, whatever. Um, several TIE Fighters. So Sane, Gideon, Mahler, Dell. And Valen Rudor, with, all with disciplined, and then because Mahler Mythal loves his range one shots, I gave him precision ion engines to be able to sloop instead of uh, K turn if he wants yeah. or needs to. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that that I don't think that'll be very good, but I think it'd be a lot of fun to play. Yeah, and that was all of those special abilities. That was a, a lot of fun. To play. I was thinking the same thing with with picking that up and helping my wife out and being like, so obviously with like strikers, you got the bombs, you got the interceptors, which she's fine with running. Um, but uh, I was like, D- could we could we make like a, a better um, tie LN fighter swarm with discipline? And I don't know if you can, but maybe. So no, I'm, I'm better than with the rerolls from Hal Runner, the 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 brute or Hal Runner. Yeah, I, that's a that's a tall order, dude. Yeah, yep. tall yep. order. Yep. But I think it'd be fun. I'm gonna give it a try at some point. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Jeff will play anything. <laughs> Jeff will literally fucking play anything at least at least once at least once. Like we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about people with low standards at X-wing. That's our man Jeff right That's there. I am. So I am X-wing easy. Right. Wow. So one last thing for you guys. Um, I had a question. So my wife and I, right? So she's been playing a lot of Empire, and the one list that we that we keep going back to, which is of course another Tie Swarm, is the Light and Dree. Um, yep. And seven uh, academies. And seven academies, and and she she just can't seem to win with it. And so the question is, is it because she's not able to bump? things properly or predict where i'm going or is it just the list in general because i've flown at least eight or nine different lists against her with it and she hasn't won a single match with them and so i wanted to know with you guys we're not seeing this list at all in tournaments are we not seeing it because it's tough to fly with lightning to get into position or or is it just because the academies just die too fast they die too easily i think it's both eight ships is a huge number of ships to to have to plot, to to have to dial dial maneuvers for, that's right. just a tremendous number of ships. And you know they're they're already only two dice ships. And if you're losing your your tokens due to bumping, then it's they just die. They just you die just start dying. You yeah. just start dying. Yep. And the other thing I the my problem with that list is honestly my continuing gnosticism as far as the brute goes. I just don't like the ship. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, I. 
Well, you know, it, it wants to be. You don't. I don't think you run one of them. I've always thought that the number for them is two, and that they're, you know, either good blockers or they're disruptors. Like you fly them right up the middle at somebody. And you can't look away because they can put a three gun, they can put a three die turret on them and flip it and have it be linked into a focus with one of the uh, one of their configs. And then they're cheap enough that if you do run two of them, you can still fit three or four other punchers. Right. right. And you've got a decent list. Like I don't like I don't know why you would go Tie Fighters when you could go Lighten and a bunch of Alpha squads. Or even Strikers, right? Like. I mean, I like Alpha. Personally, I like the Interceptor more than I like the Striker in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the, the, the answer to that has to do with just the, the where you want to land on statistical curves, right? So a, a TIE Fighter without, just consider without mods, a TIE Fighter without mods ends up uh, with a light and reroll, um, ends up doing only 0.5 less than max damage, right? Right. Uh, Interceptor with nothing but a light and reroll ends up doing 0.75 less than max damage. Now, that's still absolutely more because it's 2.25 damage versus 1.5 damage, but you make that up because you've got so many more TIE Fighters than you do inter- Interceptors. Predictions. Do, so you think... Um... Point changes and and uh, and upgrade slots, right? So so three things, right? So sorry, four things. So cutthroat's gonna go to two to three two to three points, maybe. No, they're not gonna touch cutthroat. No, not not yet. Not, gonna, not for not a while. yet. Not yet. Um, disciplined is gonna go to two or three points. I'm thinking three. I know that I you said three. that. Yep. They'll go to right. two first. They'll and then go to you two think, first. We think they'll do the, the classic uh, FFG one point. Proves nothing. Uh, the points change. Yeah. Yep. All right. What else? Yep. Drew? And then, um, so then we've got Kanan. Kanan's going to lose the crew slot or lose the force slot. No. What do you think? Neither. I, I think it just Neither. depends. He's got to. He's got to prove himself, right? Yeah. It's got to. Um, I haven't seen it break anything yet. No. Okay. Okay. Um, the games that I've seen now they've been smallish games on Hex Island and three twelve, but Kanan's gotten beat in the games I've seen. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So. Um, because yeah. if you fly him wrong, he's a non-contributor, and right. even you know he, you can't fly a three-ship list and have a non-contributor. You can't. Doesn't work that way. X-wing does not work right. that way. Uh, unless you're That's... Darth Vader and Whisper, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're running Darth Vader and Whisper, it, like, and you have a third ship, I want to know fucking what black magic you're running. Right, right. Like what you're pulling right. some kind of accountancy that Bernie Madoff would have been proud of. You're talking about you're, you're talking about Defender Whisper or Defender Vader, and he's oh, okay. That's fair. There you go. That's well, fair. Then, fair it, speaking of my fourth change, that was also a heated discussion this morning on on the Fly Better group, which was kind of strange to me. Which he's is drop. Vader. Vader has to drop, but people are thinking, oh yeah, give him nope. give him the advanced sensors, right? Give him the sensor slot. Nope. And I was like, Don't what? Don't, the advanced sensors breaks him. Just drop the points, man. He shouldn't exist. How many? How many points though, Jeff? You thinking like one to two? I, I, honestly, I I don't think I can get more than ninety five points worth out of him. Okay. So, okay. Now, I'm not saying that other people can't, but I don't think I can. He's just he's too easily blocked. If he's blocked, it's not it's not that he's easily killed. It's just that he is very killable it's like you know you you get a good attack roll and he gets a mediocre defense roll and 
you've got half points on a 115 point ship. Yep. You know, um, I, and I just, uh, I think that he's, and the other thing, the other reason I think that he should drop is right now, if you, if you're a perfect flyer and you fly him perfectly with your 190 point list or whatever you've got, right. He's a points fortress. Yeah. And you know, it's, it, it, it you've got to walk that line between he can't, if you fly him perfectly, he can't be a points fortress. And if you don't fly him perfectly, then he dies really quick and he's not worth his points. And you've got to find a way to walk that line. And I think it's somewhere in the 95 to 100 range. Right. right. That, I, the other, that's oh. from that's from my skill level, which, you know, I just I'm not capable of doing things with with a defender that, that somebody like biophysical can do. So I, I would say that if you really if your intent is to make Vader playable, he does have to go down to like 108. Um, okay. Okay. So seven or eight point drop. I I don't ever want to see it because again, and I say this for the five thousandth time, he shouldn't exist. But the other problem with the defender Vader is that he can't run. Right. Uh, if you're when you if if you points fortress him and then you run him with just like a fat whisper and whisper dies, even if you're ahead on points. Your best move, your two best moves are a five straight and a boost and a three straight and a boost or a, and a three hard and a boost. You know, those are your evade moves. You're not getting away from a whole lot of things with that. And if you're running those two ships, you don't have a bid, which means it's some like you can catch it. You can catch a defender with an A wing. Now, it's your odds of hurting it aren't fantastic, but it's possible. Um, and that's not counting like you can't a defender can't outrun a Falcon. You can't even outrun an infiltrator. Well, the, thing uh, about it, the, the interesting thing about it, though, is the defender really only has to draw, draw away one ship. Like if you if you're running two ships and both of them can't catch the defender, then Vader's got that handy 4K and his Vader. He'll just turn around and kill you. He'll just turn around and fucking destroy you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I I think any game against the defender Vader, you have to kill his wingman immediately. That has to be your plan. You have to sacrifice somebody to the to the Grim Reaper because Vader's going to kill somebody. And then you have to hope that whatever two, three, or four ships you have left is enough to box him in and run him down. Yep. I, Because that's the closest we have to an automatic four damage in X-Wing right now is Darth Vader and a defender. Like The other argument is maybe Ray, but as far as I know, it's Vader and a defender, man. The odd, that math is too good. Yeah, and, and uh, I think you're right about Ray, but Ray will, Ray will die. Yep. Ray, you shoot Ray with three or four ships, and she dies in two turns. All right, you. If dice, if dice go your way, you, you know Vader is just like you know if because if you shoot into a, if you shoot into the front of Ray, well, yeah, of course, with three yeah. or four ships, of course. Third time she'll just walk it off. Yeah, which is the stealth device, Ray. But um, yeah. I just, it's like, I I want, unlike Vince, I want him to be playable. Why does he exist if he's not playable? Um, unless, to sell the box. I, I heard somebody say uh, Epic only. 90, I'd be fine with that. 95 points, Epic only. There you go. Yeah, I, get him away from me. <laughs> just, just, just send him somewhere I never have to see him. Well, if only we could ask the Shuttle Tidarium guys what they would think of Vader and Epic only. 
Wow, you're you're really going all in with the eulogy on the show tonight. I just I they uh, they were one of my three pot three big podcasts. Um, it was Scum and Villainy, uh, Minox Squadron. Um, I don't know what happened to those guys. What what happened to the Minox Squadron guys? They just, uh, yeah, they, they got a C and D letter from Disney there. and then disappeared in black helicopters. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Shuttle Tidarium for my casual X-wing fix. So I, I'm gonna miss them. It's an awful lot and, of moisture. You know they're. Their longevity in terms of episodes is about the same as ours now. So that's kind of. Yeah, cool. we're not going anywhere. We had a good show, guys. That's. Poor <laughs> one out. and out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you weren't supposed to give away the secret. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh, man. If only we had line. If only we hadn't missed all those episodes, 113 might have been May 1st. Oh, that, May 4th? We should do one on May 4th. Oh, uh, April, I'm sorry, April 1st. There's going to be some 1st. big stuff on gotcha. May the 4th. You can, you can bet it. I hope so. I Because I, like, if we just, this is a little bit off topic, but if we're going to talk about things that have, like, disappointed me this year, if Dune sucks, I give up on chill business. Wow. Man, I, the, it sucked twice so far. I like the, um, I like the director, though. Yeah, Dennis Villanueva is very good. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not always my taste, but he's you know what it's he's like he's like Guillermo. He's he's like a better Guillermo. He's a better Guillermo del Toro. Like it's not always your taste, but you know that you know the juice is there. He's uh, Guillermo del Toro is a bad trip, and DV is more like a good trip. (laughs) DV is mushrooms, and Guillermo del Toro is bad acid. (laughs) It's <laughs> so, wow. uh, otherwise I do tend to agree with you. I, I, I freaking loved Annihilation. I loved it. The Annihilation is the only movie I've ever seen that I fully admit is too smart for me. It's oh man. I, I just, I have I, no idea what I'm that's, that is modern art. Uh, that is, that is actually a modern art movie where I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what this guy's talking about. I don't know what any of this means. Like I, I am a historically educated. I know a little bit about art. I'm not stupid. I have no fucking clue what this guy's talking about. <laughs> like somebody's philosophy fever dream is an, is annihilation in a nutshell. Yeah. But it was a gorgeous movie. It that was. had some of the best visuals I've ever seen in anything ever. Yeah, and and then you move past the leading lady, and it gets even better. I, uh, what? Oh, okay. No, that's okay. No, no, not for that reason. Not for that reason. I just don't think she's that good. Okay. Um, I, I I think I I think probably better. I think Juilliard has maybe put out a few better graduates. Mm. And I'll and I'll I'll leave it at that. She went to Juilliard, right? I'm not wrong. Pretty sure Natalie Portman went to Juilliard. Where she went? Hang on, stand by. I've just had a crush. It's it's Natalie Portman. It's Star Wars related. I've had I've had a crush on her since uh, not a crush. Mars. That's not really gross, but since the professional, I've thought she was amazing since the professional. So I don't know how to spell. How many many miniatures do you get painted while we're while we're bullshitting, Drew? Um, well, it depends. I've been struggling through these last bit because in Lord of the Rings, if you pay for a horse and the horse dies, the guy falls off and keeps going. So I'm finally at that point where I've got about 11 miniatures left and five of them have horses and then dudes on foot. 
And I figured, well, the guys on the horses are all going to be painted the same color as the dudes on foot. I'll do them all together at once. And I'm, ba- I'm, I'm like, no, I, I shouldn't do th- I shouldn't do this. It's so slow. Are you running a horse lords list? Like the what are they? The Rohirrim. The Rohirrim, not quite, not quite. Yeah. Although the faction that I am playing as is the 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 Serpent Horde of Far Harad or Serpent Horde of Harad, I should say, because the Far Harad is another faction. Um, they are historically the Rohirrim's like enemies, and they fight mm. for an eternity basically because the what is it? I don't remember if it's Sauron's cousin or dad or someone, the other bad guy that made Sauron or helped him become who he is, kind of told these people in the south like hey they're you know the Rohirrim is screwing you over or the people who eventually became the Rohirrim and so no they go well together but yeah they've got they've got horses there are people that run entire horse lists um the game is played on a 4x4 board so a little bit bigger than an X-Wing board and with a 40 mil base for horses um if you run anywhere from 8 to 10 of them you start to clog the board real quick and it, and you can imagine, it can bite yeah. you in the butt so I think going minimal horses is good, but of course the Rohirrim, they've their horses have special abilities and stuff, so they're pretty freaking cool. But yeah. What did what did you find out about Natalie Portman? Oh, she went to Harvard. Harvard. Okay. My mistake. That's yeah, I was right. gonna say, don't I'm you gonna... don't you remember that um, uh, SNL was it Lonely Island skit with her? I think she said Harvard. Well, she did was that was, smoke that weed. Was and... Very funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It, I it, I haven't watched SNL in a long time. Oh, I'll send it, it to you. Yeah, it's it's been iffy, but there've been some there've been some winners. Yeah, I, I just I can't watch comedy TV anymore. Ever since they killed Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, well, I mean, you're actually okay if you can't watch comedy. You can still watch us and now. It's, 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 it's <laughs> 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 there it is. All, All right, the there's our singer. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Man, it's very hit and miss. I thought we were going to be lighting ships up with uh, disciplined. I guess not. <laughs> No, it's some Jeff off the top rope. Um, you know, SNL, I think, is one of the things that has suffered very heavily from uh, too much turnover in their in their writing room and their in who they choose to have on the show. Because, uh, like, I when I, I remember SNL, there was always like a ge- it was a generation at a time. You know, like right. they kept a core of a handful of people together in the writing room and in the, like actually on the show. So, and, and that's, that makes for good comedy. People get used to each other. You get, you, they they build deeper relationships and that almost always works better than just one-offs. And now it feels like the cast is really rotation. Like the, the rotation is not, de- it's not deep enough. You know? I mean, it's still, it's, there's still definitely a core of five or six. I mean, you've got, You've got Keenan and you've got Kate McKinnon. You've got Cecily Strong on on the news desk. You've got Jost and you've got Michael Che. You've got A.D. Bryant. Um, you've got uh, Mikey Day and Beck uh, has, have been there for a long time. Rooney's been there. Actually, you know what? There are probably, I think it's just too big. There are probably eight or ten people that have been there for at least eight years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about the writing writing room. I know that you know it's uh, that Jost and Che are are head writer co head writers or whatever, but I don't know much about it. But um, it's I, I think the biggest thing. Wow, we are so far afield from X Wing, but I think the biggest thing uh, for SNL right now is that they they need to SNL needs to start punching up, man. 
instead of punching down. They just they they go for the easy low hanging joke every freaking time, and that's okay for people like me and Drew on a podcast, but not on a not on a national show like SNL. Like, they, I, you know some some real stuff to find out who owns you. Find out who you can't criticize, and I'll leave it at that. That's a good point. There you go. I like that. That's that's true. Anything else before we wrap it up? Because when we get to SNL on this show, we definitely have have exhausted all other options. Somebody please run a tournament. (laughs) We flipped. We flipped. We flipped all the charges. We we have officially. Listen, I'm not saying that my. I'm not saying that my strategy was always to turn this into the Ed Sullivan show, but we are wandering in that direction. Uh, so please, somebody run to run some tournaments, please. please yeah, I'm keeping an eye out and finding out what people are running things. And I think a couple, couple leagues are in operation, and a couple events are coming up. But so I know everybody's doing TTS. If you guys hear of people doing Vassal leagues, please let me know. Me too. Uh, sure. So yeah. Also me. <laughs> okay. um, each other because I'd like to also, get, get some more regular games in. Yep. Also, real quick, shout out to Mega Silver for top sixteen in the GSP Aces event. Way to go, Tommy! Nice job. There it is. And we shall wrap there, gentlemen. Sign out as you prefer. Y'all have a good week. Take care, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will talk to you again next week. <laughs>